You are listening to the Female Mastermind Podcast. Make sure you subscribe or follow in. This is not an ASMR episode, I just wanted to do that! Hey besties, welcome to the Female Mastermind Podcast. I'm your host, Ella Raya, call me whatever you want, I don't really care. I'm in a business, if you know what I'm So this is episode 9 in the Wattpad is Elite series. Because I've tried to record and direct, like reading, uh, like reacting to Bridezilla's, um, shower thoughts uh thanksgiving clapbacks stuff like that but it's not really working out well for me <laughs> anyways so i decided why not go through the uh go through some wattpad books that i've recently read oh i have updated chapter four of insidious lust and i really like how it's going so far i have so many ideas and i can't wait to like complete this book like some people are like there's they get like sad when they complete a book but no i feel accomplished and i'm glad because then i get to work on the new project so i read a book book like literally today i finished it today i started it last night went to bed at like 2 30 or something last night don't tell my mom Shh. and it's called oh uh, let me open my google books real quick it's called One Percent of You by Michelle Gross or Gross, whatever you want to pronounce it. I really liked the characters' dy- dynamic, and it was a really, it was a good read. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. It started off with like this dude, like going, like uh, going, like this dude is in the supermarket and he's about to pick up these Funyuns chips, right? And then there's a little girl, and she snatches it before he can. And then he's like, give me the chips. And then she calls him a de- demon worshiper or something like that. And then he hisses, because he has, like, tattoos of, like, creepy demons or whatever on him. And then, she ca- and then like, he hisses at her, and she drops it and runs to her mom. <laughs> and then he met the mom and her at the cashier and she's like mom look there's a demon worshiper <laughs> and the mom's like you know baby you can't call people that you know and then like they started off as a feud and everything and then eventually he like apologized and bought her chips right and then that's how like their little friendship formed because it ended up like that they lived next to each other she was in the apartment buildings and he bought the house next to them but he didn't know that, you know. And he has a tattoo shop. She has two kids. Well, at the time, at the beginning of the book, she was pregnant with a son. And she has a daughter called Lucy. And she was three, but she turned four, like, a few chapters later. Right? It was a fun book. I enjoyed it. But Scott, the dad, he's a complete asshole. And he should die. Literally. 
And then his mom is just so... I like her in the story. So the songs for today's episode is actually A Girl With A Tattoo by Miguel. Wow, so fitting. I didn't even realize it because I wasn't even going to talk about iPad right now. But it happened, but the song is Girl With A Tattoo by Miguel. Goes into its bomb. Bro, not my flipping computer having a spasm. <laughs> well, you see, like the melodies is just so harmonious and a beautiful song, really. Oh, and as always, you can click the link in the description or copy and paste if you're not able to click it into your search bar. And you can go see the blog post for today's episode that will have the song link in there, as well as links to the books that I'm mentioning in today's episode. Bro, that just sound like I was doing an ad and everything. And yo, I'm about to beat up Tomato for real. By the way, Tomato is my best friend. Well, one of my best friends. And she was supposed to read chapter four and, and tell me about it. But she was like, I'm going to wait till I eat dinner. I'm a bitch. That's weird, but okay. Now, sharing your Wattpad library is so intimate and deserves the utmost respect. Alright, I'm gonna stop it. I'd be, I'd be annoying right now. But anyways, yeah, like people's junior Wattpad library is just yeah. And uh, I do have a good books playlist, so you can just go on over. My friend was like, cause she reads Wattpad too, and she was like, girl, well, if I'm bored and I can't find nothing good, all I do is go into your good books reading list and instant satisfaction. Even if they're a bit toxic, they're still good. I'm like, I don't think they're that toxic. Some of them can be, since as I read a lot of Mafia, but still. You know? Go with a dad. Alright, Cancelled! Why did I just do that? Something wrong with me? No, something seriously wrong with me. Moving on. I don't think I've added, like, that much more books since uh, my last one. I don't really remember, you know, but... Anyways, Reese updated, but, like, it seemed like I've gotten tired of it, or, like, she waited too long to upload it. So... I guess I just got tired of Reese. And then, and the general, too. I wanna write... I kinda wanna write a fancy, fantasy book, but I don't feel like a fantasy book is in my in best interest i don't know the thing is i like to read romance but i write thrillers because i like to see people's faces and their reactions when i when like they read it because i when i show my friends them like i always like want to see their reactions <laughs> there's a lot of books in my uh offline section of wattpad and i need to clear out those Grey Water that hasn't updated in a while. The author of that needs to update before I beat her or him up, honestly. And Cruel Heart, and um, you remember the person who write the book, the Love of My Life book, uh, Die for You. Oh my gosh, 
she has other books and she hasn't i don't she hasn't updated them and i'm mad okay i need some wattpad recommendations for real i've just been here and i've not even started you know i'm just like looking through my library and stuff okay i think i'm gonna start with snow and her seven yeah so snow is a pale girl as in like she's albino she has black eyes essentially her dad is this big shot famous lawyer and she is like a badass of the school or something and then you have the group called the seven who is at her school and they're kind of like the elite rich bad boys of sorts of the school right so she's known one of them called felix before and so she's approached by mavon mavon and he's like hi like he sees her in the art room because like she literally just busted a jock's nose she bet she beat his ass right and he comes in the art room and he's like yo hi yada 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 and she's like um and then she's like i know you like like your gear or something and he's like how do you know that yeah yeah and she's like i hear stuff or whatever and she's like and he's like what do you want and she's like i don't want to just leave me alone and then like he basically tries to befriend her which he eventually is successful in doing so again it is called snow and her seven and it is written by chilling for a killing yeah and the description is Snow Black is a girl built from irony. White hair, black eyes, and the palest skin from her albino father. She stands out whether she likes it or not. Far from her fairy tale counterpart, Snow is the frostiest person at her high school, with a blizzard of emotion and anger inside, stemming from one more than just a magic bean and coming with the harshest of attitudes when the seven sins or six of the wealthiest damaged and impossibly good-looking males in her high school take an interest in the girl who is a reflection of themselves all they want to do is learn every bit of her especially brought us their out-of-school leader who sees what's underneath her cold exterior maybe just maybe snow will let them in because she's tired of being alone the tags are brought us different father gang leader gay gay best friend gang hate hot insults love lovers offensive rich romance rude teen teenager why it's 2018 and it's tagged as completed and mature snow really just has this badass bad girl complex and i love it and the way how she's like raw like honest what am i trying to say she is rawly honest all that comes out of her mouth is raw honesty that sounds better right so yeah I thought this was going to be a poly book at first because it says Snow and her seven. So I thought it was going to be a poly book, but it's not. It's a, it's, a, it's really good, though. I wonder if I added it to my good books playlist. If not, not playlist, reading list. If it's not, I need to add it because it's, it's actually good or I like it. 
So the next book we're going to talk about is called The Mafia's Princess. Uh, it's written by Cosmic Puffs. So that's C-O-S-M-I-C-P-U-F-F-S. It's tagged as complete and mature. It's, you know, like lately I've been into the Mafia Abandoned Brothers Big Family uh, Mafia books, right? This is one of them. It's tagged Afro-Latina, Attitude, Bad Boy, Bad Boy Next Door, Biracial, Black, Dominant, Friends, Gangs, High School, Interracial, Love, Loyal, Mafia, Mafia Princess, Mature, Mean Girl, Mexican, Mixed, Protective, Romance, White Man, Black Woman. So it says, Vera Johnson has always been the rebellious girl that doesn't care about anything but leaving Atlanta. She's planned on leaving on living on her own since she was 18 but all of that changes when her beloved uncle dies and her absent parents take custody of her but that's not all she also has three older brothers and their smirking friend who will not give up the mafia's princess he's the heir to the italian mafia like the male lead in this by the way their relationship is it goes in fast it's not a very special book. It's like honestly like everything else. There's nothing that really pops about me about it. It's a good read. I will give it 3.5 stars. Or like you know, it was it was okay. It wasn't anything too crazy or special. I haven't finished it. Uh How far in am I? It says I'm at the first chapter, but the, but that is wrong. So I'm gonna know Wagwan. Okay, moving on. We're gonna do Bestie Boys. Originally, I thought this would be very cringy. It's not that cringy. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's an okay book. I give it a four stars. So again, it's titled Bestie Boys, and it's written by Callie underscore Black. So that's C A L I underscore B L A C K. It's tagged complete and mature. And the tags are best friends, childhood sweethearts, cute, funny humor, knight in shining armor, lovers, polyamory, post apocalyptic. What is this? And why can't I read? Post apocalyptic. There we go. Reverse Hiram or Hiram. Romance, sexy, sweet romance, teen romance, tomboy, true love, why it's 2020, why choose? So the description is, Mia met Trevor, Liam, and Sebastian in fifth grade. At the time, she thought they were sore losers, but they soon turned into her bestie boys. Mia is adored and loved by her boys through the years. They are there for her every moment and memory. College is approaching and her boys have secrets they need to share. Will these secrets tear their friendship apart or will Mia decide she can't live without her bestie boys? Mia. My dad used to tell me stories of princesses and knights in shining armor. It's one of those, one of the only memories I have of him. I'm thankful for those stories because I was able to recognize a real knight when I saw one. I met three on a kickball field in fifth grade. 
they were sweaty, dusty, and clad in athletic clothing instead of armor, but they were real knights, not only not the fairy tale kind from books and fables uh, fables, sorry, but the kind of knights that support your dreams and encourage your growth. This is just the start of a story for this princess and her knights. Yeah. So it's like a one girl, three boy situation. I find the relationship dy- dynamic quite cute. Most of the mature stuff takes place like when they're at college, but it does show like them and their friendship, like where their friendship is at throughout the years in the book. And I liked that aspect. And then it went on to show like the rest of their lives when when the boys revealed that they were romantically involved in her. Also, the way how this book universe is built. Like, girls don't have to pay for college in this. And it is... It is somewhat normal for there to be um, a girl in more... A more a girl with more than one boys in a relationship that it's normal to have poly relationships with one girl right because there was a shortage of women or something that happened whatever that is but i find it weird that you have to like ask permission from like your guardians or whatever for the girls specifically um to do certain things like it's called a network i believe something like that I found that a bit sexist and that you're not fully in charge of yourself until like you're 25 as a female I found that a bit sexist but you know it was it was a okay book and there wasn't like much sexist stuff it's just like how the world was like built in some ways that the women were like you know the next book we're going for is titled I wonder if I read this before if I did this before it's titled The Family I Hate but I think I'm gonna go for Marco. So Marco is written by Nick MKW, which is N I Q U E M K W, and the tags are baby, bakery, caring, CEO, chicken nuggets, coffee, cold, cookies, cuddles, cute, family, fluff, friends, innocent, kind, love. Model, parents, romance, single dad, single parents, strawberries, style, suits, speech, text to speech. I don't really like the tags on this, but the book is not. Don't like look at the the tags and think the book is awful. It's not awful. So, yeah. All right. So the description goes: Amara Park, independent small bakery owner. She's obsessed with watching movies and TV shows. She can't go a day without some chicken nuggets. She's mixed and loves her family more than anything in the world. But what will soon change once a certain three-year-old who always goes to her bakery walks in with someone she's never seen before? Stefano Ricci, a single dad. He's the CEO of a corporation company. He owns... Isn't, that's the same fucking thing. Why do you have corporate? Anyways, he owns multiple hotels and hospitals. He's ch- a chilled guy around his family and friends, but in the office, not so much. He loves his son, and he'll do anything for him. When his son's mother left him, she made him cold. He doesn't trust easily, and he hasn't seen interest in any woman for three years. It all changed when one day his son wants to go to his favorite bakery. 
He wanted to know why his son loves it so much. For his son, it's the cookies and the kind pretty lady behind the counter. For him, it's just her. When these two meet and stare into each other's eyes, will they fall in love? Will she be able to take on being a stepmom and one of the most of one of the most handsome bachelor's girlfriend? Or will she get overwhelmed and give up? So she's like a half American, half Korean, and her brother is a famous model slash movie actress. Oh, fun fact, uh, the dude, Stefano Ricci, his youngest sister is like obsessed with her brother because, you know, he's a, a he's an actress for like his dramas. But I like how like her, their, his family is just like super nice to her and yeah. It's a chill book, a good 3.5, 4 stars, you know. Thinking that next book I have is The Devil Calls Me Something. Darling, sorry. The Devil Calls Me Darling. It's written by Max underscore writing underscore, which is M-A-X underscore W-R-I-T-I. And G underscore. It's tagged with complete and mature, and the tags are 18 plus bad boy. I'm not saying that word. Erotic, erotic romance, female protagonist, Italy, kinky, mafia, mafia boss, poly, polyamory, possessive, possible smut, reverse harem, romance. The description goes You belong to us. They said almost in union. She turned to look at them straight in the eyes. Incorrect. She replied, earning their glares. I don't belong to you. You three belong to me. Everyone wants to rule something, own something, and have something, and they wanted to have her. Unfortunately, Adriana, being stubborn as hell, wasn't about to give in that easily to a few handsome indigenous men. So, where am I in the book? She doesn't call it that they're in the mafia, or has something to do with the mafia. Are they in the mafia? It says they're dangerous, but... Uh, uh, oh, it's yes, it is tagged as mafia, so they are in the mafia. Anyways, in the beginning, I kind of didn't like her. She was, I thought she was gonna be like this because, like, in the description, she was like, incorrect, I don't belong to you, you three belong to me, right? So I thought she's gonna be this badass, but no, the first time I met her, she was crying. <laughs> It's not a bad book. It's a fun pastime. I'm not done with it. But yeah. I'm at chapter XXIV. I can't bother to translate this into English. Because it's in Roman numerals. And like me can't bother. I literally can't. I did translate it. It's 24. I'm at chapter 24. Am I the only one that hates when they use it in Roman numerals? And everybody want to translate Roman numerals to normal numerals. No, please stop it. Oh, I must say, Elias, I think that's his name, yes. Elias is my favorite, by the way. Bro, it says I'm at, like, uh, chapter one, but I, uh, well, cast. But, like, I read further than that. Ugh. Anyways, this book is called Lost in the Darkness, and it's written by Miss underscore Corn Salad. So that's MS underscore Corn Salad. So it's tagged with complete and mature, and the tags are. What part is giving me a headache at this point? Uh, anyways, so it's tagged with abused, abusive parents, badass, 
boyfriend, brothers, family, Italian mafia, little sister, uh, long lost daughter, love at first sight, love story, mafia, mafia princess, overprotective, past, pranks, psycho, queen, romance, street fighter, teen fiction, Wattpad, Wattpad, authors, Wadi, young adult, and it's the description go the uh, the description goes she's dangerous when she's hurt she can easily destroy everything around her but she doesn't instead she destroys herself no one has ever see, saw her smile they call her the she devil with no heart her name is enough to make them fear when she walks with corridor, when she walks the corridor of the school no one has the guts to cross her she's not a bully she's the one who fights the bullies even teachers fear her with the two with her two best friends by her side, she's invincible. She's Vanessa De Nero Rossi, the one who is misunderstood. She faced the cruelty of life. They turned her into what she is. She's just a broken girl hiding her heart so no one has the power to break her anymore. According to her, quote, love is like giving someone a gun and then hoping they don't pull a trigger. So why give them the gun? There will be no gun and no trigger to be pulled, end quote. What will happen after one unfortunate incident when she finds out she has brothers? To add that she's under their custody, will she let them in or push them away like she did with everyone her whole life? I looking forgot what this book was about. So, yeah. But before I clicked on it, it said I was pretty much almost done with it, so I'm guessing it was okay. We're gonna say it's okay. And that is it for this wonderful episode. I feel like I was so lame this whole episode, but you know what? I don't give a flying fish. Bye, people. Is that cringe? Like, just saying bye? I don't know. Should I just stop it? Anyways. Hola, adios. Ciao, beba No, that's wrong. I was saying ciao, beba but I think that's hi, how are you, or something like that. Beba I forgot. Duolingo, where are you? And I need you. For real. Averdici. That means bye, by the way.